I would like to welcome you back to The Outcast, a journey of believing, becoming, and belonging. So at this point, like the adoption is over, um, the process and everything. So my mom got the papers we needed. And I remember we were in the airport in Haiti for a while. We were there for like a minute. And then as the time was passing, I remember my mom had like brought us like a DS to play games on. And uh, Woody and I, we were just like playing games and just like waiting to leave and until it was time to board the plane. So then it was time to board the plane from Haiti to flight to Miami. Um, and I just remember like... It was a big plane, so it was, like, really cool. <laughs> it was pretty awesome. It was, like, it wasn't the first time we had been on the plane since we had been here and back. So we've been on the plane twice before. Other than that, that was, like, the first time in a while. So it was, like, still pretty awesome, like, pretty exciting to, like, to do. So then I remember we had, like, you know, after takeoff, there was, like, turbulence. Turbulence. I don't know. Like. This podcast and this microphone has really been bringing out all my accents that I did not realize I had. So forgive me because I feel like I say a bunch of the words wrong. Turbulence, turbulence. I I don't know. But that's just what it is. Uh, but I remember that we didn't really understand like the difference as to like what was going on. It was like just it just seemed like a little bump in the road to us. So like we were playing video games. We were laughing and having a good time while everyone else was freaking out. We were just sitting there like, hmm, okay. So then um, and we flew in at night. I remember that. And I love night flying. Then we got to Miami. And I remember just like overlooking and seeing the city and like the lights and everything. It was like, it was, it was really, really cool. So we landed. And to be honest, I don't remember everything else that happened after that. But I must say, though, shout out to Tara. My mom, she was like, she's a warrior. Through all that and all like the bar- language barrier and everything else that happened, she was like in the forefront of making this happen. Um, my dad was also, but she was like the one that was in there. Um, so it was pretty cool. Um, we got to the, so we got to the States and we had all the way over in Miami. I'm pretty sure we stayed there overnight and then we flew home the next day. I'm not sure. I think we might've had like, just like two layovers, but I'm not like fully sure. But I remember a lot happened in that time that I can't remember myself. Maybe whenever my parents on here, my mom can tell you more. Um, but I remember we landed in Charlotte and like all of her family, were like everybody was there. Like there was all these signs. There was all these welcome home signs. And there was like all these other things. It was, it was like pretty, it was pretty amazing um, to see like all my siblings, my dad, my aunt my aunt brandy and her kids and and um miss donna and john um and nicole and all of them they were all there and they were everybody was there to to greet us and it was like really exciting there was te- i'm pretty sure there was tears somewhere <laughs> but it was like tears of joy and everybody being really excited so um as we're then we can then we, once we got here it was like Okay, now our life just basically like started over. 
Um, and I remember when we first got here, my parents was like, like, what do you want your first meal in the States to be? And I remember we loved pizza. Me and Woody, we did both of us. I probably did a little bit more, but I remember like pizza was like my favorite meal. So after being in Haiti and like coming to the States from the first time, that was the one thing I remember I liked a lot. <laughs> so I remember I was like, well, I was like some pizza. And so <laughs> lo and behold. Our first meal in the States after we landed home in Charlotte was pizza. We remember we went to Pizza Hut and the whole family was there and it just was like it it was quite the it was quite the celebration. <laughs> not not what would be my you know, my main meal right now if I was to after I did some after something major had happened in my life. I don't think pizza would be it, but at that time that's what it was. Now it's like well, you're, we're adopted and now we're a part of this family. And it just was like, it was awesome. It was pretty cool for like with the way everything had happened. And um, so I remember like Zach and I, we became really close. We did a lot of, Zach was like my best friend. Um, we did a lot of things together. We played video games and um, after school, we would be outside playing. We'd be outside playing any, like, Every sport that you can think of. I didn't know hockey. He taught me. So him and I, we'd be playing hockey with a stick. And I learned how to roller skate with Zach. Um, I learned a lot of things with Zach. So, like, Zach was, like, my best bud when I first got home. And I remember the first year, we actually did not go to school. So since we didn't go to school, my mom homeschooled us for the first couple of months. And then a couple of days a week, we would go to this um this homeschooling program with this uh, this lady named Miss Knowles here in um, here in Charlotte, and it, it, it's like we were still getting accustomed to everything. And I remember being in school, um, and then somebody said, "I remember like being in school, and then everything had happened in Haiti, the earthquake, and I had because I had came here like not too long before all that had happened. So like it was very." It was very, like, sad for me, and I was, like, I remember just, like, crying and not really knowing what to do and not knowing how to handle it because, like, I didn't know if any of my family had been affected or not, but um, I, I just didn't understand what was going on. So that happened, and so we, we were still going. I know we went to Meese Knowles for, like, the rest of the, like, the spring, and my mom also, she was working, and she was homeschooling me and Woody, so, like, that was like where we learned um, a lot of the things that we know today. Like she helped sharpen in our English and like our like the way of life here and the things that we had to learn from homeschooling. But I want to say it is it was a very ch big change for us because you come from like a whole different culture into a like a new one where you honestly you don't really know the language fully, like just going with the flow. Uh, that was honestly what it was going with the flow. One thing I was mostly excited for was just like the family aspect, um, having a having a mom and dad, having brothers and sisters. You know, I had sisters and brothers in Haiti, but I was never really around with I was not really around them. So I didn't really get to spend much time with them. So like to me, it was like very refreshing for that. So like at the beginning, one of the things that I never really talked about was like it was kind of tough for me to adjust. And by that, I mean, like. There were times where I felt guilty, like even eating, because like I knew I had family and friends in Haiti that didn't have everything I had. 
So, like, sometimes I didn't even want to eat. And I remember there were times where I would cry because, I mean, of course I missed home because it was, like, the first time I was gone, gone for real. And probably, like, I was just thinking I probably would never see them. And um, it would probably take a long time for me to. So there were times where I would just cry um, by myself. But then I adjusted to, you know, life here. And um, my parents did everything they they could to make life here very, like, um, easy for us. Something that, like, we could enjoy. So it was very exciting. Um, so first couple of years, like the earlier years in the state, there was a lot to learn. So after the first year of going to school, like being homeschooled and um, going to Miss Nall's uh, homeschooling system, me, Woody, and Mackenzie, we ended up going to Jeremy Alexander. Zach and Brittany was at two, two other different schools. And it just was like, oh, it was so different for like from anything that I was used to. You're going to hear me say that because almost everything was different from what I was used to. Uh, from what I was used to so I don't know why I keep saying it, as probably most people would know. But um, so I went to Jam Alexander for eighth grade. It just it was like also another like culture shock being like a very big public school and being raised the way I was right being raised for the first year. And things just was different to me. And there was like a lot for me to learn. And um it was not that easy. Eighth grade year went by. Then ninth grade, we got into like me, Woody, and Z- and Mackenzie got into the same school as Zach, which is like Norman Charter right here in Huntersville, North Carolina. It was like completely different from uh, from a public school. So it was like a charter school. So it was like a college prep school. And those were the hard years. Um of learning like because well the one thing that nobody really think about is me and Woody we did not go to like elementary school great the great school elementary school middle school like none of that we didn't like it was very we didn't know anything pertaining to like the school system we didn't know like English we didn't know like the history we didn't know geography we didn't know none of the things that they taught like in grade school middle school the only thing that i can say what i would think was was similar is math like that's the only subject that was similar to anything in haiti so like every other subject like we had to basically just like learn those on the go so everything you learn in middle school um elementary school middle school i didn't know so it just was like here you go go to a charter school it was just like another challenge for us to overcome and it was not easy. It was not easy. Going to school, going to like a college prep school was not easy. But we overcame that. And those were the great years. But but let me go back. I remember the only sport that we really knew more, much about was like soccer. So soccer was it for me. Soccer was the sport that it's like that everybody knows in the world. But I remember hearing about football. Me and my dad, we had like a huge bond and like we had spent a lot of time together where like almost every night, even like especially during the weekends, we would have like movie marathons. He taught me everything that has to do with like football. Like we would spend a lot of nights watching. We would like because during the football season, we would we would watch games and he would teach me what the positions were um, and everything that has to do with football. So like I was a little quick. So I was like, man, I want to play football. I'd love to play football. I want to learn. So since he was teaching me and I was learning it, 
I decided, well, when I get to high school, I'll try out for a football team. And that's what I did. But Zach and I just, we did everything. And the coolest thing was like after, like my dad used to spend a lot of time with us. And when I say like after school, we would be outside playing. And after work, he'd get home from work. He'd be outside throwing football with us. Or like that's always the main thing. Zach and I was always outside. And dad would pull up and he'd park and just come up the, you know, the cul-de-sac and we'd throw the football. We'd play. We ended up later on getting a basketball hoop in the backyard. We'd like, he'd play basketball with us. Like my dad was like the cool dad when it came to like sports. He was always out there, regardless of what it was. He was always out there playing with us and he was always making sure um, we were having fun. So that, that was really cool. That was like the cool, like the coolest part that I was. Like I can say pertaining to like when we when we first got here and like acclimating us to the um, environment. So I remember so freshman year, fast forward back to freshman year of high school. I went to like, like I said, like I'm in charter. So I was like, I'm going to go try out for football. I want to be a receiver it's because I'm quick enough. I was like, I'm a little fast so I can catch the ball and just run. Um, but those dreams got squashed quickly <laughs> not in a bad way i just remember woody tried out for the soccer team and he made the team and i remember remember coach um my my head coach at the time coach bob mckay he had said he was looking for a kicker the whole time when i was watching football man i didn't i, I didn't want to be a kicker because i was like these guys don't do anything they just sit on the sideline they just stand like they don't really do anything so their life looks boring so I was like, I, I don't want to be a kicker, even though I played soccer. So forget it. But um, when he when he asked for a kicker, I was like, I, I mean, since I play soccer, I'll try it. So I'm out here like kicking like 35, 40 yard field goals. And there goes my receiver dreams because Coach McKay said, well, we don't want you to play any other position because we don't want you to get hurt. And you're only kicker. So I like I I want the starting spot. And um and that was like a gift I was blessed with. So freshman year, we didn't do as well as we wanted to. I remember when we, went, we ended up making the playoffs and we lost in the first round. And sophomore year was like the greatest year when it comes to sports that we had. I ended up was like I was the second leading scorer on the team. Not patting myself in the back or anything, but I am. <laughs> but <laughs> this football was like a lot of fun. But like I said before, I didn't want to be a kicker. So I decided my sophomore year, I was like, I want to play soccer. So I was going to just like just stop playing football together to play soccer. But then I talked to the coaches and then my football coach talked to the soccer coach and I was able to play both soccer and football. So those were like the great years, the the great. I was able to do both things I wanted to. And later on, I ended up running track and high school was fun. But um, I just wanted to get like the fun part out there. But I think believe it was in 2012 there was like a lot of things going on at home that i'm not gonna get too far too deep into long story short my parents got divorced and it is the probably one of the worst thing i have been through and speaking for myself because to be honest it was the hardest thing i've ever experienced because being being an adopted kid there's a lot of things that go through your mind throughout those times. The thing about it is I didn't know how to react and I didn't know what exactly like to do, but just be. 
And because of the way my parents uh, divorce had happened, it was not it was not good at all. I must say, like, it was not good. So having to learn, like, what side do you choose? Like, what side are you on? Like, how do you like, how do you go from here to there? And it just was like, then one parent here, one parent's there. And how do you make it work to still be like cool with both? Because I'm going to tell you, the hardest thing for any adopted kid is to have to choose between which parent to spend more time with and which parent to live with or which parent to like, this is me speaking from experience. Maybe it not be that hard for other people, but from what I experienced, that was the hardest thing because then at that point you feel like you're choosing from two people that made a, you know, that made a decision to give you a better life. Then it's like, okay, so you, you don't have a favorite. It's not even so much about like, which one's your favorite, which one can you, you connect with the most? It's like, no, like you both made that decision. Now it's like, like, what do I do? Um, so I just remember like, it was a, it was really, really bad. The whole divorce, like the, as long as it took and all the lawyers and all the things and all the, and everything that happened in between, it just was like terrible. It took me a long time to really get to, like, I guess have my peace from it. And, uh, it, it was really hard because the things that were said, the things that was done just did not make it any easier for somebody to feel like you don't know where you belong in this. Um, because being adopted, you're not their biological kid. Like you're not. So it's like, and, and we're, and I'm old enough to know this. Like I'm old enough to understand everything that's going on at this point. So it's like, I know I'm not their biological kid, but at the same time, it's like, I, I was trying to be the man and trying to be the one that everybody can rely on and making sure my siblings and everybody was good. But I was not good. Like mentally, when I look back at everything that had happened, like I was mentally like done. And it just was like having to grow up quickly, like I said before. And it's just always a constant, like, how do you figure this out? How do you move on? How do you? It's like, there was just a lot of things I did not know how to cope with. The hardest part of my life so far other than losing my mom when I was in Haiti was the, my parents divorce. And, um, till this day, like I am just now starting to like now is like, I'm at a place where I've actually, you know, gone to therapy and really, um, been able to unveil all that. But for years that was like weighing on me. And for years I just was like, it was a constant battle of like, who do you go with? Who's saying what, who, who, Who's not saying what? Who can you trust? Who can you not? Who can this, 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 and that? And it just was like a, it was a game of figuring out which parent was which. And like I said before, it was really hard because I'm adopted. Like I'm not their biological kid. I'm not the kid where, like, I can't be like, well, I've been spending my time. Like I have more of a connection with my mom. I have more connection with my dad. Cause like, it, it just, it just was hard. So throughout that and that happened all throughout high school. Um, pretty sure it was like my sophomore year. So probably 2012 is when everything was like just started going downhill. And um, but I'm going to say, though, my parents are on way better term now and things are a whole lot better as in like present day. But that divorce did it for me. So like you got to think about it as a kid that came here on the notion of like, oh, man, I'm so excited. 
I can't wait to spend time with this family and I can't wait to like do like everything that I've been wanting to. And then boom, the divorce. And then boom, it's like parents don't talk. And it's like parents got this going on. And it just was like the divorce was just terrible. And I hope I'm not putting too much of their information out there. But it just like for me, like as this is like my therapy and being able to say this and I know they're listening. um, This was it was the hardest thing for me to this day. But I would not change my life for anything to this day. So that is why I would say I would not change anything. But um, in the midst of all that, um, my dad got remarried and I've gained one of the most awesomest stepmom I could ever ask for. Um, And she's pretty amazing. She's somebody that I can connect with on many levels pertaining to, you know, Somebody I feel like I can talk to about anything and somebody that's I feel like that's always had my back and have my best interest in mind. Regardless of everything that's happened, like my stepmom is pretty awesome. Also, High school had brought me some amazing people and I've made some great friends, some lifelong friends and some people that I will forever cherish. Each and every one of my friends have been really like have made my life better. And I've also like throughout high school. Um, well, thanks to high school, I was able to basically like gain another family, which was like the Kents, um, Mr. James and Miss Denise Kent. They have been like a mother and father to me. They have been people that's been in my life and they've been very supportive of everything they had to do. And um, they've always had my best interests in mind also. And there are people that have always not have always looked at me as one of their own and have always taken care of me that way and have always been about me that way and um they have two kids of their own olivia and sarah kent um sarah and i graduated high school together um we were both in the same grade and olivia was about two grades below us she graduated later on but that family have meant the world to me and they have done everything to make my life better they have always been in my corner if i if i needed anything there's people i know i can always count on and they have been, Mr. James have been a very big role model into my life. He's been somebody that I know I can look up to and somebody that I do really look up to with everything I do and somebody that I would run whatever I need to by before I make a decision. And because he is somebody that is very important to me and somebody that will continue to be important in my life. And Mr. Denise, the same way. So that family have been, I've been blessed. I've been blessed in more ways than none. And I've been blessed in ways that I can explain. I am somebody that have been able to call many people family and some people, a lot of people have called Ben, you know, have called me family and have looked out for me in the ways that I didn't, didn't, didn't know if I deserve or not. Um, but I'm forever grateful. Um, I deserve the family I wanted to, to touch on, which was the, the Kents. Um, I am very, very grateful and forever grateful for them. Um, they have made my life better in more ways than none. They have eased my, my life and there's are people that's always making sure that I'm okay that I always make sure that I have what I need that I always make sure that I am good in every way possible um so to to them I am very grateful and I say thank you so I'm for I'm I'm grateful for each and every person that stepped foot into my life and made a difference regardless if you are still in my life or not but I'm forever grateful for my family my friends I have some amazing friends, uh, my girlfriend, because I know without each and every one of these people, my life wouldn't be the way it is. To everyone that's listening, thank you. 
thank you very much. Um, I appreciate each and every one of you.